Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to a brand new week here on The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 31st of October. Today, carnage and chaos at the Gold Coast 500, another edition of Remember That Name, and in the first season as an 18-team competition, the AFLW Finals are set. But first... The old saying is you should never trust a man with two first names. But it turns out you probably don't want to start a fight with one either. 30 seconds left and yes, a much more aggressive Silver. This is what you Jake Paul, the YouTuber turned boxer who most of the fighting world has refused to take seriously during his first five professional bouts as he's taken on a range of non-boxing athletes and former UFC fighters, has finally landed some much sought after credibility in the ring. And still undefeated, the problem child, Paul moved to six wins and zero losses as a boxer after a points decision against Anderson Silva, a man many regard as one of the greatest UFC fighters of all time, who holds the record for the longest title reign in UFC history and who also has something of a boxing background. But the difference with this win is that it's a fight most people thought Paul would never be brave enough to take on, including UFC boss Dana White. I guarantee you this. You ain't gonna see Jake Paul calling Anderson Silva out. That I promise you. He's his size, and he's actually good. And while Dana White and others who doubted Paul wiped the egg off their face this morning, Jake Paul has wasted little time in throwing down the gauntlet to his next opponent, another UFC fighter that comes with some decent pedigree of his own. I want Nate Diaz, who's a bitch. He tried to come into my locker room. He tried to cause some shit. And then he always leaves the arena. So Nate Diaz, stop being a bitch and fight me. Nate Diaz is a former UFC lightweight known for his love of a scrap inside or outside of the octagon and would certainly be a draw card in a fight against Paul. But Jake also threw down the challenge to one of the biggest fish in the boxing world. And Canelo, you too. You too, Canelo. You guys said, oh, you, you can't beat someone. You can't beat a striker. You can't beat a legend like Anderson Silva. I just did it. So why can't I beat Canelo? So if it was up to you, who would be next? Would it be Nathan Diaz, soon to be free agent? Anyone, anytime, any place. The Canelo Jake is referring to is Saul Canelo Alvarez, the number one ranked pound for pound boxer in the world. A man who has held world championship belts across four different weight categories and who boasts a professional record of 58 wins 39 by knockout, two losses and two draws across a career that will see him comfortably go down as one of the greatest boxers of all time. So he's good? Yeah, you could say he's good. And if he chooses to accept Jake's challenge, those people who keep crossing their fingers that Jake will get knocked out one of these days might just get their wish. We all know crashes are a part of motorsport. From F1 to go-karting, racing leads to accidents. But you know what's serious when the drivers themselves are racing for the fire extinguishers? James Golding has actually grabbed a fire extinguisher from the local officials. So is Brock Feeney. Well done. The level of cooperation there, sportsmanship between those competitors, well done. It was all hands on deck yesterday at the Gold Coast 500 after a massive 10-car pile-up ended with Macaulay Jones's car catching fire. Oh, oh monstrous man. trouble here. Safety oh, car boards and fire. That is an extraordinary incident. There are cars everywhere. Golding's right 
right in the centre of it. Courtney's backwards. Hazelwood, flag, Smith. Red flag, red flag. Red flag. There's got to be 10 cars there, hasn't there? The incident caused the race to be red flagged as a massive clean-up operation took place. But once the race restarted, it was business as usual out the front. For the 21st time this championship season, Shane Van Gisbergen is at the top of the tree. The commentator could barely summons any excitement as reigning drivers champion Shane Van Gisbergen took the chequered flag once again ahead of Chas Mostert and Will Davidson. SVG has already claimed this year's Drivers' Championship, but the win yesterday also secured Red Bull Racing the team championship for 2022. Teamwork makes the dream work. It's time for another instalment of everyone's favourite game. Remember this name! There is so much going on in the world of sport that it's sometimes hard to keep across all the names and faces, particularly the up-and-coming ones. So on the scorecard, Remember the Name is where we introduce you to young athletes who you do well to keep across on their rise up the ranks so you can brag to your mates that you knew them before they were stars. And we've got a juicy one today. Chandra Singer straight down the ground, a flawless shot, a debut to saver for Ashley Chandra Singer, a composed century and perhaps the first of many at first class level for this promising youngster. Ash Chandra Singer is a 20 year old batsman who hails from Casey South Melbourne Cricket Club and is currently on a rookie contract with Cricket Victoria. But the bosses might be looking at upgrading that contract pronto after Chandra Singer cranked out an unbeaten 119 from 333 deliveries for Victoria in their Sheffield Shield match against Tasmania at Blundstone Arena. Lovely crisp shot there from Chandra Singer. Backward of point, it races away to the boundary. And it's worth mentioning the quality of the Tassie attack Chandra Singer was facing. The bowling lineup included two test bowlers in Jackson Bird and Peter Siddle, and one day international and T20 international player Riley Meredith. And Chandra Singer is clearly not taken by the bashing crash style most young batsmen play with today, taking 311 deliveries to bring up his century, the slowest ton the competition has seen in a decade. What is taking so long? But speed of scoring aside, Ash Chandra Singer, remember the name. I remember the name. Going into the final round of the AFLW over the weekend, every single spot in the top eight was still up for grabs. And that led to some unbelievable results. You just could not put pen to paper and come up with this. Richmond goes into the finals with the double chance. Richmond's nail-biting draw with the Kangaroos yesterday managed to secure the Tigers' fourth spot and a coveted double chance for the finals. For the first time ever this season, the AFLW has mirrored the men's competition and has a full complement of 18 teams. That means we're set for a full top eight final setup and plenty of exciting footy this weekend. Really? Who's playing? Well, in week one, the Tigers will tackle Brisbane in a non-elimination final, while the Demons will host the Crows in the other. Meanwhile, the Cats and the Kangaroos and Collingwood and the Bulldogs will tackle one another in do-or-die matches this weekend. I wish you the best of luck. We all wish you the best of luck. Tickets go on sale today. And that is your Fast Fun Hitters Ball for today, and tomorrow it will be the first Tuesday of November, which means... They're racing in the Melbourne Cup. A special Melbourne Cup edition of the Scorecard on the way tomorrow. You won't want to miss it. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the Scorecard. Listener.